Welcome to Creating a Buzz About Health podcast with Paula Carnell. Hello, hello, hello. It is 20 to 8 in the morning and I am sat in the Byzantium Garden at Chelsea Flower Show and it's the last day. It's the Saturday morning and as I sit here, the gardens are being watered by their gardeners all around us and there's a few people wandering around, mainly exhibitors. Um, just taking that chance to have a look at the gardens before the show opens. So it's wonderful and peaceful, but there's people busy. I think that's the thing to realise is when we're relaxing, there's always somebody working somewhere. And it has been an incredible, incredible week. Thinking ahead, I was thinking, oh yeah, I could do a recording every day. I can just sit here early in the mornings, but there's been something to do every day. And the moment we get to 8am. It is busy. It is really, really busy here. And everybody is wanting to talk to us. And that's what I really love is this interest in bees, the interest in the beehives. And also, what has shocked me is the amount of stories about health and healing. So where people have had health and healing from their gardens, or from bees, or they're wanting, they know that there's going to be some form of health or healing from their gardens or from bees. And so it's been great with my team here. We've been able to, to share the bee wisdom, what we've learned, how we keep our bees. And it's just been so inspiring, it, quite emotional at times, because there has been some really heartfelt stories, both from other exhibitors and from visitors coming. And plus, we're all tired, so it's always a bit easier to be emotional when you're tired. And the thing I really wanted to share about this podcast was how special Chelsea is. And when you watch it on the TV and you just see, um, you know, this sort of incredible place where there's all these beautiful gardens, but then there's crowds of people, and then you could see the, the sort of um, the corporate side and think, oh, you know, and it is the beginning of the corporate social calendar. This is where people come to do business at the beginning of the year. And now I've been more involved in that corporate thing and that, that corporate hospitality, I get it. And actually, I admire it and I understand it. Because what better place to connect with people and to talk about business or just to make relationships firmer in a beautiful environment surrounded by nature, particularly when you're in the middle of a city where, you know, although London is pretty good with, with parks and gardens and trees and avenues, you cannot be really being in a garden and really being surrounded by nature. And giving people that opportunity to relax, to admire beauty, to admire creativity without Chelsea Flower Show, so many creative people would be starved of an outlet. They need somewhere to be able to express themselves, I would say freely, but quite freely. You know, you can have an idea and you can develop it into a beautiful garden that will inspire people. I've heard stories of how people have been inspired by gardens that they saw 20 years ago or 30 years ago, and they've never forgotten them. And that really is incredible that somebody could come up with a design for a garden and then it would... It would just last, it lasts and lasts. Although it's only here for a week, um, it lasts, it has an impact. And I feel confident that 
our garden that's been here for a week has also inspired people and will be remembered. We have the rocket hive. I'll see if I can, I can show it. There we go. We have the rocket hive, which has just been phenomenal. Oh, here we go. It's about to open. So the amount of people who have rocket hives in their garden and wanted to share their stories with us about their bees and their rocket hives. And then we have the golden hive, which I love. And we've we've declared it's the favorite hive of the bees here at the Newt or back at the Newt. And so people are wanting to know why. And then we have, we have the worry hive, which more people are familiar with. We have a WBC tucked away in the corner. And then the sun hive, which is just a beautiful piece of art. And it's the way that I create my art is through my sun hives. It connects my art past with the um, the baskets, you know, the weaving of straw baskets to make homes for bees. So I love how the bees have brought every aspect together, both for me personally, but in this garden. You know, it shows that if you if you put some effort in, you can actually weave your own hive. You can create your own home for your bees. I think the highlight for me, I was very lucky. I got to meet Monty Don and was able to hand to him a frame from the Golden Hive full of wax that we had taken from a colony just before we came away so he could inhale that wonderful air. I was able to talk about writing and how difficult it is when you're writing a book that you've got new ideas and new research because you're so involved. And when do you stop writing a book? And Rachel Detain was sharing how she's writing a book and she just needs to finish it. But how can you ever finish a book? Because when you start writing it, you start learning more and more. And so there's, it becomes a bigger, bigger book. And it was great to talk about that. And then Queen Camilla, she came on and we were able to look at the, the sun hive and it was the rocket hive that attracted her to our garden because her daughter has rocket hives in her garden. And to be able to share how natural keep beekeeping is done here at the Newt and how we are caring for our bees in a way that in the conventional beekeeping world is really quite challenging. And yet here where there's people who love their gardens, love nature, when we tell them how we keep bees, they're like, well, doesn't everybody do that? Why would anybody feed bee sugar? Why would anybody put chemicals in a hive? And so that's so encouraging that we know that people that are drawn to gardens, love their gardens, who are drawn to bees, they know in their intuition that it has to be done naturally. So I'm going to share a couple of highlights for me. Well, we have the entomology stand opposite. So when we were setting up, that was fascinating and great to connect with them. And then I had an unexpected moment. I'd not had time to look at the gardens or connect with many of the gardeners unless we were interacting during setup. And through Lulu, who won last year's, um, uh, well, overall garden um, award with her beaver garden, um, she had arranged for a group of us to go and see the Korean garden. And we went in there and I didn't know anything of the history. I'd not been watching any of the, the programs about um, Chelsea Flower Show. So I really didn't know what was going on. Anyway, we went into the garden and we had seen the construction and there's this amazing sort of timber 
and wattle and daub building that had gone up and then these massive rocks and we could see them trying to negotiate all the lorries and loading the rocks and the amount of detail that went into positioning the rock exactly right and we got a private tour of the garden and we went into the little hut and GJ or Jiju who's the designer um, or the concept of the garden she shared tea with us Korean tea and then I learned that her garden is the story of her health recovery as she was given a terminal health condition or a diagnosis and her way of healing, which she didn't expect healing, but she just needed to heal her soul, was to go into the mountains of Korea. And she went up into the mountains of Korea and the herbs and the environment healed her. And that touched my soul because like me, she's been healed by nature she's had that connection with herbs and to be able to share that story and when you go into the garden you feel this deep peace this deep connection with nature and yet it's no bigger than the average size garden in somebody's backyard yet there's big boulders there's this structure there's this flowing stream there's height and although there might be criticism about Chelsea that people are creating unrealistic gardens it shows that it's possible for anyone to create a retreat in their own space, a healing retreat. And what is incredible is these gardens are created, they're planned for, you know, sometimes years, but at least a year. And, you know, the plants are all planted and, and grown from seed or sourced and brought in. And yet if you have more time, which you know, we can for our own gardens, you can create these things. So I don't look at it as an unrealistic garden. I see it as a real inspiration, as something that we can do to heal. And then the other thing that I found fascinating is those of you who've heard me speak or you've had conversations with me, I am intrigued and fascinated by frequency and vibration. And bees are teaching me so much. And I happen to meet a sound engineer here who understands and has the equipment to record the sounds of plants. So that's something we're going to be working on together. Then I also had some people who were working with scientists in Bristol University who had discovered that certain fertilizers, when used on plants, were creating a frequency that was repelling pollinators. That is mind-blowing. This is new science that's coming out. And then I learned of a pianist who keeps bees. And she did a concert where she had recorded her bees, her own bees in her garden. And then she had actually composed a piece of piano music and was playing it. And it was the songs of the bees. So frequency and vibration, where a few years ago were just unheard of. Everything is about it now. There are gardens here that are talking about electroculture. There are people who understand how plants communicate. They understand how birds migrate and, and how everything connects. So Chelsea for me has been a reinforcement of what I know and really encouraging to see that maybe the people here are not the general public, but to me they are. These are people from all kinds of backgrounds and they are wanting to be healed by gardens. They're wanting to be inspired by gardens and they know they have to connect with bees. 
So with my team, we've had Randy here, Kerry and Natasha from um, Lion Raw Honey, who's come all the way over from South Africa to be with us. We've been able to share the stories of the bees around the world and that has inspired people. So I just wanted to share some little snippets of my experience of Chelsea Flower Show. And I have got some more goodies to come in the future. So if you saw any of this on the television or you listened to it on the radio, or if you were lucky enough to come, or maybe you're a fellow exhibitor and you've had a week too, I'd love to hear about your experiences. So thank you very much for listening. If you think this podcast is of interest to anyone, please share, please write a review and just let's keep on creating a buzz about health together. This podcast has been produced and edited by the wonderful B. Brooke, and the music was created especially for me by Raya. Thank you very much. You have to become yourself. Join us Open next time on Creating a Buzz Open About Health podcast with Paula Carnell. Buzz you later.